Welcome to another episode of the Finance and Accounting Show. Today we're talking forecasting. Stay tuned. Welcome to another episode of the Finance and the Accounting Show. This is the place to go for small business owners. If you're looking for a great way to understand the finance and the accounting side of your business, you're in the right place. So stay tuned and enjoy the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Finance and Accounting Show. I am your host, Lola Turner, and with me is... Terrell Turner. Hey, welcome. So today we're going to be talking about forecasting. I think this is a topic that we see is extremely important when it comes to running your business. And today as your finance and accounting best friends, we're here to kind of give you some guidance on some important things you need to keep in mind when it comes to forecasting. All right. So I'm just going to jump into it, come out swinging. All right. The first thing I think people need to understand is that a forecast, more than likely, it's going to be wrong. It's mm. not going to be exactly right. Yeah. Your forecast, I mean, your actual results are not going to be exactly like you forecasted. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's just the reality of it because sometimes some people beat themselves up because, hey, we weren't 100% correct. Because I personally, I don't think that building the forecast is so much about, hey, are we being able to predict the number exactly right? I think the forecast exercise is more about, let's take an honest look at what factors really matter Mm -hmm. and what do we need to do to actually execute towards a worthy objective? Agreed. I think a forecast is more about understanding where your business is than really than really getting it perfect. Not There are so many things that change and nothing is ever the same. So really what a forecast forces you to do and same thing and for all the businesses I've done forecasts for is it's more about understanding the position of your business and then being able to get a true assessment of, all right, where do we go from here? So I kind of segues into the first point. The first thing you want to do is understand where you're trying to go, right? You can't have a proper forecast if you don't understand where you're trying to go and what your target is. So that's the first thing. I mean, I will say, I would kind of look at that one. And if you're an established organization Mm -hmm. and you have an idea of, hey, what direction or, you know, you have an idea where you want to go. Now, if you're not an established organization, you may have absolutely no idea what what you're trying to hit. So I do think sometimes that that forecasting exercise can really, the first draft of the forecasting exercise can really be like, hey, let's just get a landscape. Like if we know we have X number of deals in the pipeline, it usually takes us X amount of time to close them. And then it takes us X amount of time to deliver them. We have a general idea what our expenses are. That first time you go through your forecasting exercise, you're just going to be kind of getting a good idea on what do we think is going to happen based on these factors? What's the likely outcome? Now, when you come back to your forecasting exercise, after you kind of get a general idea, then you can start asking yourself, well, hey, if we know we want to hit X amount of in revenue, okay, what do we need to do to start tweaking it? Well, if I make X number of sales calls or, hey, if we bring these these deals in early, I think that's where you can start on your second draft to really say, hey, I kind of know where I'm going. Now, what are the pieces we need to move around to make sure we can get to that destination? 
I would disagree with that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree with you on that. I think it's important to understand where you're trying to go first before you start assessing, because I think you get comfortable. Um, I think it's easy for people to get comfortable, like, oh, this is what our numbers look like. This is where we're at. Um, and I'm like, that's all good and dandy, but where are you trying to go? Because how do you know how to how do you know how to pivot the business and how do you know how to make decisions differently if you don't understand where you're trying to get to? Right. Like what's your benchmark that you're comparing it against? And I feel like when you look at just actuals or you look at, hey, this is where my results are. This is what the trend is. I think it's easy for you to fall into the idea of like just saying, all right, this is where I've been and kind of just assume the trend continues versus if you have a if you have something to benchmark against, then you can really assess to say, all right, this isn't because, for example, if you're making two thousand dollars a month and your expenses are five thousand dollars. Like, all right, I get it. Like, okay, this is where we've been. But hey, where do we, where does our business need to be? And then if you come in with that, then immediately you can tell when you look at your numbers, there's a problem. That's how I see it. I mean, again, I agree with you if we're talking about an established business. But if we're talking to, about a business that doesn't really have a history and a business that, like I said, this is their first time approaching that forecast where you really don't know, you know, like, Picking a arbitrary target provides no value if you don't really have history. Now, if you're but I'm not a, talking about like, an arbitrary I will say, target, though, if you are an organization, let's say, you know, like, you know, a Fortune 500 company like both of us have worked for, like there's enough of a history where you can kind of. All right. Here's where our revenue needs to be because it's good. Or, hey, here's where our profit needs to be because you have some type of basis for picking that. But. I think for a lot of early stage businesses where you really don't have context, like that first time you go through a forecast, it's really going to be, all right, what, based on the factors that you know, what does, what is your picture even going to look like? And then once you kind of get a good grasp of that, I think that's where you start asking yourself questions like, okay, all right, do we even like that picture? Yeah. I mean, that's fair. And I, yeah. All right. I guess we just have to agree to disagree on that one. What's the next <laughs> point? <laughs> all right. So I think we talked about number one, just understanding. So I would say set your targets, then look at your numbers. Terrell would say, look at your numbers, understand where you are, and then set your target. But I think ultimately it comes down to the important point is how do you adjust and pivot your number? How do you adjust and make decisions based on the data that you have? Because ultimately that's what it comes down to, right? So like you said, if you're starting and you're a business owner and you have no sort of point of reference, helping see the numbers will really just give you a sense of, all right, okay, this is what the numbers look like now. What do we need to do differently to, mm -hmm. hey, cover payroll? What do we need to do differently to scale in two years? What do we need to do differently to hire someone? What do we need to do differently for me to walk away with some sort of salary at the end of the day of the business? So I think all of those things help you do that. So. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think what you're talking about, the way, and I think that where the difference is, is if I'm purely thinking about forecasting, um, it's really going to be on, hey, give me your inputs. Let's, you know, put all the inputs that you have together. And then I'm going to tell you, hey, here's the likely here's the likely outcome of all the inputs you just gave me. Yeah. Now, if we're trying to be strategic and we're trying to plan, then, hey, let's pick a destination and then let's start to make some tweaks along the way. Because I think, yes, when you get to the part of planning, yes, I do think, hey, you got to pick a destination and yeah. start tweaking things. Because, you know, if a 
like, cause a ton of business owners come to me all the time and they're like, Hey, I want to start this business. And I'm like, okay, all right, let's just get a realistic view of what this even looks like. So mm -hmm. what are all your inputs? Let me take all your inputs. I'm like, okay, based on everything you just gave me, here's what your picture looks like. And sometimes we go like, Ooh, well, really I don't like really that. like that. Or, yeah. Hey, I would like to be able to pay myself. Okay. All right. These are the things we need to start changing and tweaking yeah. for us to get to that point. But I think, like I said, to start it off, it's really kind of, hey, first we got to see what's the landscape. Let's just get a good feel for what's going on. No, I mean, I think that's valid. That's valid. And I will say, you know, I do come from big established companies <laughs> so I can see the difference in perspective. Right. Because you've probably helped a lot of our clients really just kind of. A lot of people don't even know. Like, I don't even know what my goal is. I don't even know where I'm trying yeah. to go. I just know what I don't like. And so I think that's a very, very valid point. So I would say my advice would be when it comes to building a forecast, I guess we can tell to take Terrell's approach, understand, first of all, where your numbers are. Your accountant should be helping you understand that. He should be, mm -hmm. he or she should be giving you the information that you need in a presentable, digestible manner to, and be able to explain to you what your numbers mean, right? And if they don't call us, but uh, they should be able to explain to you in a digestible manner of, hey, what do these numbers mean? And then from there, if you like the way the story is, if you don't like the way the story is, then you really need to work with them to try to understand how do you tweak certain things to be able to get to the destination that you eventually want to get your business to. Absolutely. I mean, because I would say, you know, what would bring me to the second point is when it comes down to a forecast, it really should be based on what are the actual actions that you need to go take? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, even when I'm like looking at someone's business and they're like, hey, I want to make this much profit. And I'm like, OK, all right. What do you actually need to do to get to that objective? Mm -hmm. Like and that has to be like the underlying basis once we get to like actually planning this out. Like, OK, all right, let's really break it down. If you want to make you know, a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Okay, how many customers does that does that mean you need to bring in? Like, you know, and, and lately I've been working with a ton of law firms, and they're like, "Hey, I want to make three hundred thousand dollars a year." Okay, all right, how many cases do you need to be closing every month to be on track to do that? And mm -hmm. it's like, well, I don't know. Okay, all right, what's the average value of a case that you handle? Like, right. how how much time? How much are you billing? Once we kind of look at their data, we figure that out. And then it's like, okay, all right. After we kind of backtrack everything, we 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 go and we say, okay, all right. You need to be talking to at least 50 potential clients. You're going to close 50% of those will actually become clients. And then you'll be able to get, let's say, maybe, you know, maybe 15 of those cases done in a month. And mm -hmm. by looking at your average values, you can see, hey, if I execute that and I already kind of know what my expenses are going to be, yeah. then I know I'm on track to hit whatever this target is. But I think that if your forecast is not based in something that stems back to what can you actually do, mm -hmm. then you're really just guessing. Exactly. I mean, you're really just throwing out numbers and hoping that things just magically end up there. Exactly. No, fully, fully agree. So being proactive versus being, I don't even know if it's considered, is even considered being reactive in that situation. I mean, you're just taking, rolling with the punches, taking the tide as it comes. But yes, anything else you want to say on that, Mr. Turner? Um, no, I mean, I think that's good. 
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Finance and Accounting Show. If you like what you heard, don't be selfish. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and then share this with a friend because you know a business owner that could definitely use this insight. So be sure to hit that subscribe button, share it with a friend, 